With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Instant Reaction Podcast, HawkeyeNation.com. Andrew Downs with you here once again. Uh, That sucked. (laughs) And I'll be honest, uh, the game's actually not even over. There's a... there's just a few seconds left now. 24 seconds left. I was down by 10. It's 79-69 Indiana. Uh, but, you know, I just... This end of this game is taking too long. I'm sick of hearing the announcers talk about Indiana and showing Indiana highlights. Um, I just had to push mute and uh, and start talking. Um, I'm trying to find a balance between... Uh, admitting and understanding that this is a bad loss for Iowa uh, and not delving into the depths of like social media despair that I see on Twitter right now. Um, this isn't the end of the world by any means, but it's not a good win. It's not a good loss and it's not a good game and it shows how Iowa can lose a game like this. Um, just can't shoot, you know, if you go cold offensively and if you can't find a shot or find an open look against a kind of in your face defense that Indiana's playing, I mean, you can't win if you don't score. And I don't know what else there is to say beyond that. I would just did, did not look good when Jordan Bohannon plays poorly. Iowa struggles. How about this? When Jordan Bohannon plays well, not even great, just well, Iowa wins. When he doesn't play well, it's it's a toss-up, and uh, this game went the other way because he wasn't the only one who, who didn't show up. I mean, Joe Wieskamp had a great first half, fantastic first half. One point scored seven points in a row, uh, was aggressive and looked really good, and just kind of disappeared in the second half. Um even from the free throw line, he struggled. You know, Jordan Bohannon again took a bunch of threes, couldn't hit, couldn't hit anything. I don't think he scored. The game just ended, eighty-one sixty-nine, Indiana. Um, Garza did what Garza does, but he was working for it, man. I mean, Indiana put him, made him work about as hard as he has all season. He got twenty-eight and twelve. Um. But Iowa just five of twenty three from the three point line. That's that's going to be a loss for this team most times. I mean, sixty nine points is a season low for the Hawkeyes. The number one offense in the country got stymied tonight. Um, Joe Wieskamp ends with sixteen points, had fifteen in the first half. 
Keegan Murray played for him, kind of played those starter minutes in the second half and, and looked good, had eight points and made some really athletic moves, uh, really liked what you saw out of him. That, that was one of the bright spots, uh, but got into foul trouble and just couldn't stay in consistently. Uh, Jack Nungy kind of had this, the same thing, had a couple of nice, really nice rebound and put back and one play off of a Pat McCaffrey miss. Pat couldn't buy a bucket. He was 0 for 4, and all four were pretty close looks, but not great looks. Joe Toussaint had a nice game late. You know, he he came on a little bit, ended up with seven points. Um, but you have C.J. Frederick go out middle, late of the second uh, of the first half, and not come back in the second half. He's got a lower leg injury, and hopefully that's something that can be dealt with um, in a week. And that's another kind of negative from this, not just as fans, but the players. Now you got to sit on this for a week, a little more than a week. Iowa doesn't have another game scheduled, and it's certainly, I mean, it's pretty late in the game now to to try to throw another game in here between now and next Friday. Um, I thought that was something they could have done earlier this week, but uh, now you sit on this until you travel to Champaign next Friday, and, and all of a sudden that game feels like you have to win it. Um, and not for, you know, again, I don't want to get too far into the uh oh, <laughs> but uh, because Iowa is still, you know, controls its destiny stuff. All all of the good things are still out there, and I don't think we'll see very many nights where this team shoots this poorly. The problem is when you get to the games that m- matter the most. If you have a night like this, you're going to lose. And if that's in the second round of the NCAA tournament, this will be a complete disaster of a season, regardless of <laughs> kind of what happens up until then. Uh, which is hard to say, and it kind of sucks about basketball. But um, I will say, you know, a regular season Big Ten championship would would be uh, would make the season a huge success, regardless of what happens in the NCAA tournament. But on a night like tonight, it does not feel like that's something uh, we should be talking too much about. Indiana just outplayed Iowa. Man, they just they they played better, especially in the second half. Iowa couldn't buy a basket, and I'm just not sure there's a lot more to it than that. Um, you wish that Bohannon, I mean, he had five rebounds, a couple of assists, just didn't have a huge impact on the game outside of missing eight three-pointers and not scoring a point. And then again, Joe Wieskamp was just one point in the second half. That's it's a recipe for disaster. Even though Indiana was in foul trouble for a lot of the game, um, and they they have some good players. They have some athletic guards that Trace Jackson Davis, Race Thompson. Those guys are good. They're athletic. Um, Indiana is not a terrible team, but they're not a good. They're not a great team by any means. They're they're probably a tournament team, but I was not a tournament team. Right? This is a, a Big Ten contending, Final Four contending type team, and uh, they weren't tonight. And that sucks. But it is what it is, and we will move on. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to the deal. Listen to the deal on Spotify. 
quickly run through some of the team stats here. Iowa 38% from the field to 49% for Indiana. Uh, I'd like to see the second half number. I don't have that split here in front of me. But from three, Iowa 5 of 23, just 21%. Indiana 8 of 17, 47% from three. I mean, Indiana missed 14 free throws and beat Iowa by 12. <laughs> Jeez. A lot worse. Iowa out-rebounded Indiana 46-32. 17 offensive rebounds for the Hawkeyes. But probably not a lot of second-chance points. Iowa just 14 assists. Um, that's low for, for this Hawkeye team. I mean, 14 assists on, on 24 made field goals. That's why it's low. There, there weren't many makes to be had. Uh, and that's, yeah, 12 turnovers for the Hawkeyes. Again, that, that number is pretty high as well. But just not, not a good game. All right, quickly looking ahead here. Uh, at Illinois, next Friday is the next game. And, um, you know, you don't call that game a must win. Nothing's a must win at this point. Uh, but... You, you want to win that game. I mean, and really, especially after losing this one. You know, this is one of those games where I think at some point over the last couple of weeks, looking ahead at the schedule, it was like, okay, they should win all of these games, but to expect them to win, you know, eight games in a row feels like a lot. And it's because of games like this tonight. And this is the best league in the country, and you're going to run up against teams who are having a good night. I mean, this Indiana team pushed Wisconsin to double overtime. Uh, and has lost a couple of close games. Um, but Sanayo goes to Illinois next Friday. And, oh, shoot, I forgot to text my dad that the game was over. Yes, sorry, don't watch, we lost. I think I've said it before, but my dad doesn't uh, doesn't watch these games live anymore. He waits till I tell him what happens, and then... He'll go back and watch it on the DVR. I feel like he probably watches it even if Iowa loses. Uh, but anyway, and then you've got Ohio State on uh, on the Thursday after that. So just two games over the next two weeks. This sucks, guys. <laughs> you need to get this taste out of your mouth, right? Um, no game this weekend because Nebraska had to postpone due to COVID. Already missed that Michigan State game. You wonder when they're going to start squeezing these things in. Iowa State uh, missed a game with Kansas over the weekend, and uh, I've inserted that into like February 11th. But um, it gives Iowa State four games in eight days over that that uh, Saturday to Saturday period there, and that's something I don't want Iowa to have to face in late February, early March especially when those last two games are at Michigan and home against Wisconsin. That could be the deciding stretch. I mean, at Ohio State, the game before that, right? Like, those three games could be the deciding stretch for this this conference. And if you start inserting other games in there, um, you wonder how fresh this team – I mean, first of all, just what are they going to do in those games? And then also, you don't want to wear this team out before you get to – a potential Big Ten tournament. I don't know. It feels more and more like that's not going to happen, but certainly the NCAA tournament. So uh, that's about all I got tonight, guys. Uh, it's it's late, and uh, that wasn't fun. So it is what it is. We will have it covered nonetheless on HawkeyeNation.com, uh, not just this game, but um, you know everything going on within Hawkeye Athletics. If you want to think and listen to me talk about a different sport, 
Uh, I had a really good conversation with Cody Goodwin from the Des Moines Register. He covers wrestling, and we talked about the, this Hawkeye wrestling team. They have a uh, a duel tomorrow night that you can watch on the Big Ten Network, and uh, we talk about that. We talk about Spencer Lee and a lot more, so uh, give that a listen if you want to get this podcast out of your ears, and I don't blame you for that. Check out HawkeyeNation.com. Thank you for listening, and go Hawks!